0: Greetings, my name is Anthony Fort. I am a songwriter and composer from the UK, and I created this podcast to stimulate a deeper discussion of the creative process. I have a PhD in music theory from Columbia University in New York, and I have taught composition at the University of Cambridge, and one thing I've learned over the years is that when it comes to being creative, technical knowledge is not enough. When we're being creative we're using our minds in a different way and it's that different way that i'm interested in exploring today i'm talking about artificial intelligence aka ai at this point i've encountered enough ai generated art to conclude that ai if it can't already will one day be able to create songs that are at least as good as anything that any esteemed songwriter could hope to create and it will be able to do this at a rate that will far exceed anything that a human could do and uh, basically this hurts my ego a little bit and it doesn't leave me feeling all too great so I've been trying to unpack it and to figure out a way to stay motivated in this age that we live in. Uh, Interestingly, I think it's unlikely, though it remains to be seen, that AI-generated art would, on average, be considered better than human art, even if it regularly was considered as good. If you look back in time and across the world, what I think you see is that every society seems to value music to more or less the same extent. And this suggests to me that for as far back as we know, artists have always succeeded in finding the highest standard in terms of what humans are capable of enjoying and finding meaning in. Now today I'm not discussing the incredibly formative role that a person's culture has in their musical tastes but instead I'm just making the general observation that across all cultures people appear satisfied with the quality of the music they engage with and so at this stage in human history it would be genuinely surprising if someone or something came along who was able to take our musical sac- satisfaction to a whole new level. And it's useful to compare, in this regard, the application of AI in art to its application in games such as chess. Uh, In chess, there is an objective winning solution that exists regardless of whether or not a human can detect it or understand it. In chess, therefore, AI can and does produce solutions that humans never imagined and often can't understand but the fact that humans don't understand the solutions um, doesn't make those solutions any worse Uh, in fact by this stage a good AI machine will always beat a human at chess but in art even if there is a consensus between a whole community as to what constitutes good or bad art this ruling is still fundamentally subjective in that it is something that humans decide for themselves. We sum this up in the old saying beauty is in the eye of the beholder and even if large groups of people do agree on what is beautiful and what isn't as they often do, the idea that beauty is in the eye of the beholder is fundamentally true. In other words what counts as artistic to a human is constrained by the perceptual and cognitive abilities of a human. So any art, regardless of whether it's man-made or machine-made, will only be meaningful or beautiful if it can be appreciated by a human. And while history has shown that artists of any age always find new ways to create meaning, what I argued earlier was that we haven't really got better at it which as I said, is what I think evidence that we've already been reaching the highest artistic standards that are possible. And so I don't think we're going to be seeing, you know, art generated by machines that are far in excess of what we considered possible in terms of standard. And in that regard, I think the position of art in AI is very, very different to the position of art in chess. Uh, To my mind though, this throws up an interesting speculation. Uh, Over the years, our objective technological capabilities have vastly improved. Today, we can make movies, whereas 200 years ago, you had to watch a play. Today, most people would probably rather watch a movie than a play. But that does not prove that plays 200 years ago didn't carry as much weight as a movie does today. And that's the point. My guess is that art is as good as it always has been for whoever's consuming it, and that is unlikely to get better. Though, of course, I enter the future with an open mind. So where does this leave us with AI? In summary, I think what we have to accept is that AI could produce work as good as ours and produce much more of it much faster. In addition, uh, though it could not produce art that seems fundamentally um, better to humans than human art, it's theoretically possible that it could still produce art that is surprisingly new and original that humans can still understand and like and appreciate. Um, The reason for this is that humans clearly have not exhausted the possibilities of what we can find artistic. That's why we still have artists producing new stuff today. So I don't see why a machine couldn't um, engage in that exploration of uncharted terrain any less successfully than a human could. So if you're a songwriter, uh, how do you come to terms with this? Uh, Some songwriters are using AI already as a collaborator. Uh, I have no objection to this um, at all. I just, at this moment in time, don't feel an interest to do that myself. Um, Instead though, having learned a bit about how one famous AI machine works, I've been feeling surprisingly motivated and invigorated by a renewed sense of clarity about what my purpose as a songwriter is, and that's what I want to talk to you about. So, as I understand, the infamous ChatGPT, which is a recently released AI text generator, works by basically guessing what is the most likely word to come next in whatever sentence it's writing it learnt what was most likely by being trained on a huge corpus of human material and if my understanding of this is correct then it's basically producing what you could call the most average result. now you could certainly set the average to be very high so if it were a songwriting machine Instead of feeding it all the songs that humanity has ever produced, including all the songs that any six-year-old wrote about their pet cat, you could instead feed it just on material from artists that our culture has decided are exceptional, like the Beatles or ABBA or whoever. And if that were the case, then what the machine would be looking for is the most beatlish sounding music or the most aberish sounding music. Now, when I write a song, I am guided in my decision making process by different impulses, and I think there are two strong impulses that I feel that are somewhat in conflict with each other. On the one hand, my musical taste is shaped by the music that I have grown up listening to and that I love. So when I write a song, my sense of what sounds good and right is shaped by the patterns that I've intuited from that music. And from that, there's this strong desire to in some way replicate transform those patterns in my song and in that regard I'm somewhat acting like the AI machine that's sort of looking for that most likely result. There's a part of me that, that wants to write a sort of beatle song because I like the Beatles or an Abba-ish song because I, I like Abba and this is the kind of activity that I believe AI must be much better than me at. And um, so the existence of AI makes me feel very small in that regard. On the other hand, though, what I do have that AI doesn't, as far as I know, is a desire to seek out currently unknown, but potentially meaningful patterns of sound. I call this the desire for insight. And it's a desire to try out new and normally bad ideas in the hope that I will find something that just seems meaningful to me. And that in its combination of music and words seems to capture some aspect of my human experience in a new way. So basically when I reflect on AI, it makes me place less importance on producing what I ordinarily consider good quality work and place more importance on the activity of hunting for something and something a bit different. In that department I think humans are probably currently ahead of AI that's a guess and I think um, they might always be as good as AI. That said, I can see issues theoretically with that last statement that I'll save for another time, I think. And this reminds me of the main character from uh, Iris Murdoch's novel, The Black Prince, which is one of my favourite novels. This character, Bradley Pearson, is a novelist, and in his opinion, he's a great novelist only he's never actually produced a single work. Bradley makes these arguments that if you're a true artist, you have to have so much respect for your art that you could go an entire lifetime waiting for an artistically worthy subject. And if that um, means never writing anything, then so be it. In his opinion, that's a far more honourable thing to do than to churn out the easy stuff without any pain. Now, you're not supposed to agree with Bradley Pearson on this, and I don't. I'm strongly in favour of writers writing stuff and getting stuff out there. But I do think Bradley came quite close to adopting an attitude that I'm increasingly supportive of, which is the idea that as an artist, your job is to hunt for new stuff. And what's healthy about that attitude is that it puts the value on the process, not the results. In other words, you could hunt for new stuff your whole life and only ever turn out bad songs. But to my mind right now, in light of my reflections on AI, That's a good way to go about your practice as an artist. To commit to this practice of songwriting for the long haul, you have to stay motivated. And to stay motivated, you have to provide your brain with evidence that what it's doing is worthwhile. Now, if you focus solely on results, i.e. whether or not you write a good song, if you don't write a good song, you will lose motivation. However, if your job is instead to explore some new and messy area of your thoughts, then whether or not you've done a good job has nothing to do with whether or not you ended up finding a good idea. Instead, there's an attitude you can develop whereby you feel good about yourself for simply engaging in the hunt. And if you can learn that attitude, and you can, then all you need to do to feel good is to turn up and give it a good try. And simply knowing that you've given something a good try is in itself a very good feeling. So next time you read about AI and feel that existential dread that so many of us are feeling, remember that there is a way to accept the truth that AI is here to stay and to actually turn that into motivation and to use that as a reason to keep writing songs, not to stop. So keep going, and thank you for listening.